Hey everyone, I'm Ashley Eckstein, voice of Ahsoka Tano from Star Wars, and you are listening to the Magic Our Way podcast, and may the Force be with you. Jumbo, everyone! Harambe! And welcome to another edition of... The Magic Our Way! Magic Our Way! Magic Our Way! Magic Our Way! The Magic Our Way podcast! They are truly magical and whatnot. Sante, Sana, everyone. You're listening to the Magic Are We podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana. And on this show, we invite you to feel the libation. Feel it, feel it. We are artistic buffs talking about dizzy stuff, and this is a show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicAreWay.com is where you can find this. On this episode, Eli presents us with a Marvel moment with the subject being Kang. Should he stay or should he go now? Uh, 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 uh. And look. This is your typical polish practice pixie dust and dizzy podcast. No way. We are not in the parks every day letting you know if they've changed the seats at Muppet Vision 3D. That's right, Kev. We're here to sit, talk, Disney, all Marvel, and have a nice libation as we do it. So the best you got to do is you better link up to listen to what we drink up, what we think up, and they don't get no much better than that. My name is Kevin. I'm Eli. And Danny is on assignment. And Rachel is on assignment as well. So it's just us two. Just the two of we us. We got the mics, man. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, man. The minorities are taking over. Woo-woo. Ah. Darn report. But, man, I'm excited <laughs> because we're talking about Marvel. It's been a while since we've done Marvel. And we're talking about Kang. Yes. And I've got some opinions and thoughts about the whole Kang situation in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, look, guys, enough of our jibber-jabber. Let's go talk Marvel. <laughs> Oh, man, it's been a while since I've heard that music, man. Yes. Dude, yes, I am sir. excited <laughs> to have this Marvel moment with you, sir. The pleasure is all by. Yeah, yeah. Danny's in Wisconsin enjoying his time away uh, and anniversaries and whatnot and birthdays. And Rachel's cooking some awesome German food for a family. So it's just us two yeah. in the studio. Just you and me. And we're about to get down with some Marvel stuff. Yeah, dude. man. Man, it's been a while. I'm excited to see where you're going to take it, dude. What, what do we got going on? Yo, man. So get this. And, and look, thanks for giving me this chance to uh, have this out. So, you know, it was late one night and uh, I was kind of like taking a break. You know, I go lies in the bathroom looking up stuff, you know, on the phone. And oh, so, that's like, what I do. I mean, it's a great time to look up stuff. Right. It's really a, a nice, clear point. That mm-hmm. I, that's, I get it now while we got to go and like peruse all these nice clean bathrooms while being at Disney. Totally get that. Yeah, because if it's a dirty bathroom, you just can't concentrate. You can't focus. Yeah. No. Gotta clean your bed all the time. So, this Variety article pops up and I just start to read it uh, because it's it's Marvel related. So, I gotta do it. Yeah. So, while reading it, to kind of sum it up really quick, the Marvel executives, they have like a retreat of sorts. And I, I remember reading this a long time ago to where the comic book, like, you know, editors and stuff, they used to go on this retreat, just talk about plots and things that are going to happen in the future. So I kid it to this. So there's a summit meeting and then some of the big, you know, the big creative, you know, executives or whatnot, they're stressing about what's going on in the MCU in this phase as it is now. I'm stressing about what's going on in MCU 
at this phase now. <laughs> I have no idea what the hell is going on. <laughs> well, so I I feel they're you feel they uh, pain. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, well, the whole point of a retreat is to go and like exercise your your stress. You know, to get it out, to communicate. What exercise. Is, ex- exercise. The, Yes. Exorcise. Yes. I got gotcha. you. I'm gotcha. sorry. Yes. Just like to, the exorcist. Like the exorcist. You you get out and you, you have a, it's like a team building thing. Face off. On off. Stress off. Off. But if yes. your whole team is stressing like you are, then that's, you know, that's not, that's not too good. And the article basically covers all of these various stress points that they're feeling and well, good yeah because i'm stressed for them <laughs> yeah, well i'm not part of their group but you know as an outsider looking in and a consumer i'm freaking stressed well okay so so here's the thing right so they have all of these other things that are going on right there's yeah. this hollywood writers strike mm-hmm. uh i can say what i want about that all day but you know personally like if you get paid 12 million dollars i don't know why you on strike because if i was the big wigs i would be like We'll just pluck this guy off the street, pay him $2 million, you know, save $10 million. But they count that. They count the incidents where, um, you know, COVID happened and then that kind of threw off uh, their stuff with, you know, the, the phase of their storytelling. Uh, they also couple the fact that they've now interwoven so many different movie projects with television projects that now the fans are just highly confused. You know what I mean? Because, like, yeah. you have everything now being put on Disney+. Plus. But then if you don't see, if you go to the movies and then this character shows up who was in the Disney Plus show, but you didn't watch the Disney Plus show, you have no clue who this person is. So there's no, um, what do you call it? Uh, Continuity. Continuity. Yes. Thank you. Yes. So it's very overwhelming to the viewers. That's one of the things they also kind of covered and talked about. But one of the major linchpins. Major. I see what you did there. Yeah. You like that? I like that. Yeah. was, uh, Was that they felt that. The whole Jonathan Majors scandal, Jonathan Majors, of course, the actors playing Kang, as you've seen from, you know, Ant-Man and the Walls, Quantumania, the Loki. four out of 10 million things they've released since the Ant-Man <laughs> game. Is that what you're talking about? That guy. That guy? Okay. That dude. Yeah. Yes. So they are. So, of course, he had a, an incident, if you will. Uh, with the with a lady friend of his. And so that is now in reality has gone ahead and put him into the eyes of the court, which is now kind of scared Disney slash Marvel as far as using him going forward as King, because King, as we well know, is a huge part of this phase uh, as a villain and as an ongoing influence for anything that would have to have happen in the future because of the introduction to multiverses and he's the king of the multiverse and you kill one, there's 50 million that is showing up. So, there's this whole thought of going back and forth because they've already pulled one of his movie projects, but it's not a Marvel-related one. It's a Disney-related one. So they are already kind of have one foot in the door about kicking this dude out, but they haven't really solidified whether or not they should do that yet. So my question to you so far is, let's say you're one of these executives. Okay. Right. okay. And they bring this to you. Now, the, the whole thing with the court and stuff he hasn't been found guilty or nothing like that. All that happened was is it, they, they, they put him in court. And his lawyer said, hey, we should even have this. And then the judge said, no, we should have this in court. And that's it. There's been nothing else past that. So if you're the Marvel executive, do you say, all right, no more Jonathan Majors 
as Kang for this phase. Now that you're this far deep into what you've already produced. Well, here's the thing. All right. So it's not like the NFL. <laughs> it's not like Alvin Kamara in Las Vegas or anything where we just suspend him for a couple of games and then it's out, right? Mm-hmm. No, we're Disney. We're, we're the woke Disney thing. We have all these thing initiatives that we're going for. And so to have something like this is probably against what we're standing for, right? Okay. So if I'm an executive, in reality, it's like, are we really that far into the whole Kang thing? Out of all, and, and you know, I said that as a joke initially, but it's like, you know, we've had 10 million Marvel things. And to your, to your point, the article states, states that, the, you know, they were uh, just dumping uh, Marvel things into D plus and all that kind of stuff, especially during a pandemic to kind of help with the financial side of things. Right. But it's like, I don't feel like Kang is, is r- firmly established as they think it is, you know, from a consumer standpoint, I mean, I'm looking at, I'm just like, okay, so I know Kang's supposed to be the big bad. But I'm not feeling it. And it's not because there's 10 million versions of him. It's like, I don't think he's been in every aspect of the Marvel Cinematic Universe as it stands. Or I guess, I can't say Cinematic Universe because if they're going back and forth between D Plus and the movie theaters, it's like a, it's just the Marvel um, Moving Pictures Universe. I don't even know what to call it. Moving Pictures. I mean, I know. I'm taking back to the 1920s. You know, yeah. We, got, we yeah. got talkies now. Yeah. Well, we black got and color. white. We got color. Yeah, color. Yeah. Look at that. We're moving. We're not, yeah. We're moving forward. Progress and stuff. <laughs> Progress up in here. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's like, okay. Um, so Kang, yeah, he's a big part of, you know, Loki season one, uh, the Ant-Man movies, um, Loki season two. What else has he been in? Has he been anything else uh, other than that? Him, him, the actor. The J- no, I mean just like Kang, like Kang itself. I mean, I mean, he's been in the cartoons, and but yeah, yeah but the car- I mean, that's a part of the what they're doing now as yeah. far as Marvel. Because like I first know Kang from like my uh, Earth's Mightiest uh, Heroes. Okay, the the, cartoon. that cartoon series, which I loved, I freaking loved it. And when Kang hit, Kang hit. Yes, he was constant. I'm like, who is this Kang guy? I like, you know, I kept wanting to watch episodes. So like I can't figure this Kang guy out. And goes to say, no wonder you can't figure out because he's like of time. He's, you know, he's like Kang. He's the dude. He is time. I don't, he is time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I don't, I'm not feeling that in the Marvel. I guess we're going to say MCU just because that's what they've been using. So it's like, if you wanted to change things now, I guess you could because I don't feel like you're that deeply rooted. Uh, Kang's deeply rooted in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as, as they think it is. Like Thanos in the previous uh, phase, phases, the initial phases. Yeah, totally rooted. I knew at some point we're going to get some Thanos in there. But at this point, it's like, oh, Kang's going to show up. Okay, great. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> oh, Victor Timely. Yeah, whatever. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah, I'm not I'm not like, oh, Kang. It's not like the cartoon. Where I'm like, oh, Kang, here he comes. He's the big bad. <laughs> I don't know what they've done, but I don't feel the same way in the moving pictures as I did in like the cartoon, Earth Might is Heroes. I, 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 could, I could see a point that you have there because with using Thanos in the, in the first phase, it was pretty much about introducing each character, each hero, right? Yeah. And so each hero had their own villain to face. And then it was kind of like, hey, we established that this Except guy. Except for Iron Man, who never got his Mandarin. <laughs> yeah. But, but we're not going to talk about that right what now. What a jip, right? We're not going to talk about that right now. Yeah. I mean, but the, each one was established enough that if you're the fan, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, these guys are all powerful and they you know kick butt. And then you get clips of Thanos. And then when Infinity War comes around, you're introduced to like these other, you know, his heralds or whatever. Yeah. That, that, that his universe up. opened up. Yeah. Yes. And it were, but there were people that were like, oh, okay, wait, this guy's doing this. This guy's doing that. He's shaking it up. Well, yes. In this case, to your point, Kang doesn't 
get that opportunity to really do that. The at least in, in this this phase of this version. And yeah, because it's all the kings. It's all the kings, yeah. right? And and um, my introduction to him is in the comics. And Avengers Forever is one of the best Avengers stories that I've just ever read. I, I fell in love with it. Oh, really? Yes. And okay. it was pretty much about. The Avengers dealing with Kang and all versions of Kang and even Kang dealing with himself. I don't. I wonder mean, if that's what they. I'm looking it up, but I'm wondering if that's what they based the cartoon series, the Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Mm. That because it was like a whole season in and of itself. It was like Kang. I was like, this is freaking awesome. It's awesome, and 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 there's and there's parts of that where I could see that in in this realistic version, but it's like too much of it because you haven't been established. You haven't had one that's been established enough to be deemed as the big bad, as you said. Like, Ant-Man is not supposed to beat this guy by himself. I don't care how many family members he got, and I don't care how many of them get tall or short. That is not a character that Ant-Man is supposed to beat on his own. No. No. He freaking... uh, Kang should have squished him like a bug easily. Exactly. Yeah. So, but that's my my, my take on that well, and that's why I agree with you. But I don't think they should get rid of him for a couple of points first off you're talking about the character yeah i'm talking about jonathan majors the actor being king at this point oh okay so you keep the character yeah and you would keep the actor playing the character currently i would because i think you need to at least finish with that continuity well right i would agree with that yeah Yeah, you gotta i mean it's like what you're just gonna drop him well he got his if you watch loki i just started watching season two his face is everywhere how are you going to just act like that just doesn't happen? You got the brother's face on a big statue made of, I don't know, what is that, sand and stuff? Like, you know, it's it's becoming a background or something iconic, but it's not as menacing as what you had with Thanos. So I think you keep him just for the sake of finishing that phase out. Even if you just say, hey, this is the multiverse and look what it could do. I mean, yes, it's not the best representation of this villain, but I think no, you <laughs> at least keep that consistency. But the other thing is, just on the act himself, right? Because I thought I kind of wrestled with this a little bit. That's Jonathan what, Majors, okay. Yeah, and I get I get the fact that there's this incident that happens and there's a back and a forth and stuff like that. I get that. But I went and I looked to see if there's been any other case, because Hollywood, as you put it, Hollywood. Hollywood. Yes. yes. It's always got some actor or actress that is caught up in some scandal, and it's like something weird, but then they still get to act. They still get to do whatever they, they, they're finishing or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I, I totally know what you mean, because like the same people that would criticize that would also follow the NFL, and there's tons of them in the NFL oh that God. are still playing football. And they still support it, and they want them in the fantasy league. It doesn't really matter. Matter, right. So, I mean, hypocrites be bound. Oh, that's what we got here. I right. mean, now, right, check this out. So, The Flash, the the kid that plays Ezra Miller. Yeah. The yeah, kid yeah. that plays The Flash in the in those movies there, the DCU movies, DCU, were, yeah, right? Good stuff, yeah. I read up on this dude because I remember Danny and I, when the movie came out, we saw the movie. He told me, he's like, man, I'm surprised this guy was able to pull this off because he had did all of these crazy crimes. And I didn't know that. I don't read this. So I was like, oh, yeah, let me read this. Man, this dude did way more stuff than Jonathan Majors did. I mean, I, I ain't going to get into all of it, but I mean, he read a little. I mean, y'all could look it up. Probably. You can look yeah, it up. Yeah. But I mean, he had incidents. It was like he had a little cult kind of thing happening in Iceland and stuff it was kind of like some children the corn kind of craziness 
I mean, he goes on. Reykjavik? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's called a Malachi out there, the big old oh. thing, the dirt fly out there. He even made some like Twitter rants to like different hate groups, which, you know, I was like, hey, all right, whatever. He's got the flash ring on. My point is, he still got to finish his project. So I think this guy should be given the same shot just on that purpose. But just to finish it out, because if you take him out right now, what are you going to do? retcon the whole entire thing yeah this is true it's they, they dug themselves into a it's it's tough for me because it's like i don't feel like they've dug themselves in a hole as big as they did if thanos was to be the same issue as they did with kang yet it's like i could see where they feel like they're in a hole because they've they're i mean they're always saying kang 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 king this <laughs> i'm not feeling that kang 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 this yeah i mean maybe that's me but it's like I don't think they've they've done that character justice enough in the current MCU phase. You know oh, what I mean? It, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't feel like you're like all right, so it's Kang. All right, great. So it's Kang. I don't I don't I don't, I don't understand how the Marvels fit into this. I don't understand how um uh what, what's what's that ghost dude? Um the the white Moon Knight? Moon Knight. Yeah, I don't know how Moon Knight does with any of this. I don't know. <laughs> um freaking even uh, uh Wanda. I I mean, I don't know oh. what part she has in all this. It's like I, I don't I don't understand. It's like it's it's just been a bunch of different little stories and none of it like points no, only a few of them chosen pieces have anything relation to King. Like you think I think Shang-Chi has some relation, but they haven't really connected it yet. And She-Hulk and any of that stuff. But those are and those are those are different properties that it seems like at this phase, they just will kind of experiment with to say, hey, we're just going to try to revitalize some new people. And I think that was fine. But they're using Kang to try to launch the next, like go all the way up to the next Avengers film, which I don't know who you're going to have to to even spearhead that. But you may as well say, okay, if this villain is appeared as weak as he's looking, then yeah, whatever vintage you have at this point, it's not gonna be something where like, oh man, how y'all gonna beat this dude? Like, ah, you can beat him. Just get Ant Man, this maw out there, and they'll take care and of him. A bunch of ants, yeah. right? But I would rather that phase be completely done. I could, yeah, you know, and then say, okay, well, that was a sucky phase, but they've all learned their lesson now, and so then whatever you do after that, at least number one, you've established. Some more characters that's better than none. Hopefully, you start to get into the A list. Maybe now you start to introduce or establish more again the multiverse. So, if you've got all your other properties, your Fantastic Four, your X Men, you also now have their cadre of villains as well. And easily in the comic books, it's not it's not absurd to mix and match another hero's rogues gallery to another hero. Which I think is would be genius if you at least let that be accomplished, like right, like you would yeah. now have, I don't know, now the if you have these weak set of Avengers, well now they could be fighting Sentinels. You know what I mean? Yeah, that yeah, visually yeah. will still look cool, but yeah. you're kind of like, yeah, I can see if they the Sentinels lose here because it's not like it's not too rough, right, but right. visually, like, oh, I have not seen that. That's outside of the scope of thinking that I would be used to. So. That's why I would vote they should they should keep him just to that. finish it out. Yeah, you know, I can see that. Yeah. I mean, with the Kang pieces as it is right now, I don't foresee a moment like in the the, the post credit scene. I forget which movie where Kang or where uh, Thanos is like, "Fine, I'll do it myself." Oh, and he and he puts on the glove, and we're just like, 
you know, cr- like credits. It's like, oh my oh, god, oh, god. he's happening, dude, dude. It was in that. That to me was like a pivotal moment. It's like, okay, now he's 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 sent people lackeys to try to handle it, and he realizes that they they're not doing it, or maybe that the the Avengers or whoever is stronger than he thinks, and so he just has to go out and just like handle biz. It's like if it's like Don Corleone said, "All right, I'm coming to do this." Yeah, yeah, you guys, you know, Sonny, step side, let Daddy do this. <laughs> I will take care of this business. I don't foresee that with the Kang series as they've established. No, and then and then that leads to like this uh, this other question that they also proposed uh, in this summit, and uh, they kind of threw it out there. I know there's been a little hoopla and rumor and innuendo about it, but there were talks, not nothing confirmed, but they were saying the next big bad that they would want to supplant Kang would be Doctor Doom. Uh, we've been talking about Doctor Doom for a while, and I think that would be awesome. You think that would be awesome? I like Doctor Doom. I mean, I don't know how they would transition to it, but I, I like Doctor Doom. I mean, there's, there's, a, I mean, and again, Doctor Doom, I know from like the cartoon series, which I've watched all of them, Avengers Assemble, Earth Mightiest Heroes, Fantastic Four, to your point. Yeah, I mean, Doctor Doom's all over the place, and there's some cases, you know, he's just, he's a man just trying to protect his country, you know? Yeah. <laughs> In so many words. And then there's something, and it's, I like Dr. Doom because in some cases like, all right, I don't like working with you guys, but it makes sense to do so. I will go along with you guys, the good guys, so to speak. But then other times it's like, no, I don't like you guys. I'm, I gotta, I do, I've got to protect my people. I'm doing my thing. This is how I'm going to do it. Doom. And so that's where we clash. But he has like the, the rational mind is like, okay, this is the better decision. Just side with the good guys. Cause the enemy of my enemy is my, is my friend kind of a thing. Right. <laughs> so I like, uh, the complexity of Doctor Doom. Okay, you, you know, uh, or, or Baron is it Baron? What was he? Um, he's like Victor the, Van Doom. Yeah, Victor Van Doom of yeah. Latveria. Yes, that's uh, Latveria, his little country. Uh, you know, so I like that character. Okay, I hope that if they do it, if they transition to that, that they don't do what they did to Kang. Unfortunately, do you think he is big enough to carry a role behind Thanos? Then, like they again, if you are now. Saying that Doctor Doom could just you know you could let Kane go and Doctor Doom comes in. I mean, he has to fill that level of you know power, right? I mean, right? He has to now go against all these established people. Do you think he has enough? The people to- that they have established so far, yeah. Actually, I do. Actually, I think so. I think Kane would have been a better follow to Thanos. All right, but I don't think they did to Kang the justice that I think he deserves because Kang is an awesome character. Yeah, but I don't. I in the MCU they kind of fizzled it. I mean, I go back to I went back to the cartoons like months ago just to watch the real Kang in my head, <laughs> you know, because I love that Kang. It was like you know he's very calm. He's like whatever. He's like okay, yeah, you do this. Watch this. Click. Boom. Done. You're you're just you're defeated. This Kang that's in MCU, I I don't feel that. Mm. You know, so I feel that's where I feel like you know he's been kind of robbed of his power. So I thought Kang would have been an awesome follow to um, the, the Thanos, but I mean, doc, after all that, you know, if you give me Doctor Doom and do Doctor Doom right, I'm good with that. I think I'll be good with that because it's a fresh start. Number one, and yes. number two, it's Doctor Doom, uh, and I explained the the rational pieces of Doctor Doom and stuff like that. You know, he's just a man trying to protect his country. He's just he just want to protect Latvia, man. That's all he wants. To that's do. all he want to do. That's I, all he want. Peace. I, I'm world peace. World peace. <laughs> he's like a, he's like a, a model. He peace wants world peace. Yes. I need grease for my armor. Um, and he's metal. So, he know. is metal. He's very I, metal. I like his. I like his voice. I, I, I've never. I've never disliked Doctor Doom uh, for sure. I just don't know if that 
like I kind of disagree with you. I'm not saying he's a no, no, that's fine. Yeah. I'm not saying he's a terrible villain. Or not. Like wh- whoever they would pick to play him would work because that arm is just menacing. Sure. But I was thinking, like, okay, let's say if you used a guy, but you used him kind of like we were saying earlier with having like with Thanos had his heralds there, and this dude is not necessarily a herald, but he's like a like a how would you say? Uh, like a, a like an introduction to what can be. So now he's not necessarily the big bad. He's just a villain. Right. You know what I mean? And right. so then you can start to eject just other villains in there. And then yes, now if you want to have a cadre of mix and match of villains to have against Avengers or whoever else, now you have them. But I think the formula of one villain versus like 20 superheroes that is kind of gone out the window. There's only so many ways, you know what I'm saying? There's only yeah. so many ways you could do that. And if we've got Avengers and it would be had like say like a justice league or something, I think you would need to flip it because that's never been done before. Sure. And that's sure. what these guys would need to do. And you know, in, 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 yeah, to your point, it's like in the cartoon series and stuff, it's like you have um, Stark, Tony Stark and Hank Pym, their contemporaries. And mm-hmm. then you throw in, um, Banner, of course. So they're all very book smart, very, very scientific smart, STEM totally. smart. And then you have Dr. Doom on the other side, who's probably the same level. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, it's like him and then versus those three smarts. I think that's what I like about it. But they don't have that combination in the MCU as it is, right? Mm, right. Tony Stark's gone. Hank Pym's an old dude. He's definitely whatever the, who's the Hank Pym replacement? Um, well, I mean, what, you got Scott? Scott, yeah. yeah. Scott Lang is definitely not Hank Pym. No. And then, so who do you have left? Uh, Banner's around, but I don't know where Banner's been. Yeah, but you know, yeah, he's still a smart guy. Yeah, right? he's still a smart guy, yeah. but it's like, it, it, I think what it worked is like, you had those three smart guys, and then here comes this Dr. Doom guy who's a, on the other side, the bad guy, but he's equally as smart. Right. And so it's, it began, then becomes a chess game. So I'm projecting some of the stuff from the cartoons. I mean, you know, from the comic books, I know from the cartoons that I thought that would be good. Maybe with the cadre that they have now, it might be kind of, I could see it to your point, it may be kind of tough to have a Dr. Doom in there because, I mean, in my mind, I feel like he would just dominate what's on the field, playing field now, right? Fair. I mean, Dr. Doom versus what, Ant-Man? Eh, yeah. Not Hank Pym, Ant-Man, but Scott Lang. He's smart, but he's not, I don't think he's on Dr. Doom level. Fair. Um, She-Hulk? It would be a fun fight to it see It would be that. a fun fight. Yeah, no, I, I could definitely see that. Yeah, but that would, in the context of how the show is being right. done and with all of that pullback behind the camera stuff, yeah, it, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't pull off the same. No, it wouldn't pull off the same. Um, what, So you got Dr. Doom versus Shang-Chi, Wang, the, that group. Oh, wow. Mm. That would be an epic fight. I don't know. I think I, I feel like Dr. Doom still has the edge on that. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, because there's a dragon involved. So I'm not sure how that pulls off. But yeah, Dr. Doom on his own has Doom bots. Like if you stick yeah. to the cartoon and that's the other thing. If you have Dr. Doom, he has the smarts to make those things. He has the smarts. Yeah. 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 And, but now you're you're dealing with Age of Ultron in the sense that you just got this one. You got this one armored person. Right. Then they have a bunch of armored robots. Now you're seeing the yeah. yeah. So you kind of, that's the other thing, right? But I think he can handle his own. I, I think just, he can handle his own. Yeah, but I want it, but I think you got to just throw some new blood in there and something that hasn't really been seen before cinematic wise. Because nobody is reading it, the books to like what we're doing, right? Right, right. To a point to where, I know we have fans that are, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The average moviegoer is just like, 
okay, well, whatever they tell me this person does is just what they do. You know, it's what they do. And so King, perfect example, we've already said, way more powerful in the books than he looks here. So I can only imagine that they wouldn't give Doom that same level of respect. And if somebody watches the movies, the Fantastic Four movies, they know he's smart, but they're like, what if these four people can take him out? There's no way he can stand up against Ms. Marvel who breaks ships. You know what I mean? Like you need a guy that could be able to now withstand all of that hoopla. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I could see, but at the same time, it's like I feel like we've been far enough along without a Doctor Doom that we could reboot Doctor Doom into something better, maybe? Okay. Kind of like the, the, the Spider-Man stuff. You know, we keep rebooting Spider-Man, or Sony keeps doing that, and it's like always a different version of, of, of a Spider-Man type of thing. But that, yeah, maybe we get a different Doctor Doom this Give time. Give Doctor Doom the, the gauntlet. Yeah. I'm oh, yeah. And then also we could also, you know, in, if enough time lapses, we, we could reboot Kang properly. I'll be happy with that. Yeah. But who like who else? You said New Blood. Who else would you introduce? Oh, my. Um, Blood-wise. I mean, uh, other than Gambit. I'd love to see Gambit. Oh, you talking because, about heroes oh, because or villains? I'm a, either or, yeah. Even though, oh, even Gambit only because I'm a homer. Yeah. You know, I'm from New Orleans. I'm, we're, we're from New Orleans. I'm a whole big homer. I love to see Gambit in this business. And I love Deadpool. I'd love to see Deadpool <laughs> in that mix. I think Deadpool would be a lot of fun. Yes. And I'm curious to see what the third movie does. But, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But, you, but see, though, what? That's good thinking. Right? You could have, like, an X-Force and an X Force with Deadpool, Wolverine, who kind of pejorative? Yeah. <laughs> is it what's this? A derivative? Already? Derivative? Yeah. yeah. Is that kind of derivative? But you know, but see, like fans will still flock to something like that, and that, oh, yes, and that's definitely a good way for I think the MCU to take a break from the hole they put themselves in with you know all with these major- comedy. Yeah, I can see that. Com- but like all the major actors and stuff that they had, like you know. Iron Man, Captain America, right? Thor. Yeah. Uh, like, that was your core for the early phases, but now they're gone. And basically, who you have left is is just not enough. Because they were also talking about that the, the Marvels coming out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah right? Yeah. See, you know, see Monica Rambo and... Yeah. It's Marvel and, 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 and Kamala Khan. Kamala, right. See, I, but see, I, I like them. I just... It, but it's not like wooey. No, it's not blowing. It doesn't not, blow me out the water. Right, there's not enough to really to really get you. Like I don't even know who the villains are in that one because they don't even show them. And I think that having to dial back from that, to your point, having yeah. to dial back from that, and then saying, okay, yes, I would love to see X Men in there. I, I mean, yes, I'm with a, I'm with an old school. 90 style X-Men team, like, you know, just a, yeah, like I a G Gray, a Colossus, Gambit, Psylocke, yeah. you know, Beast, so, you know, uh, Wolverine and the Professor X. And you redo them and you have that team go up against whoever you want and, or they're part of whoever you want. They're a lot more feasible I to fight re- a Doctor. Yeah, Doom. I think you reboot X-Men because, I mean, they didn't really do well with their time line in the previous movies no even though i enjoyed the previous movies but they were kind of all over the place true x-men wise but so we but also just what other villains and 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 characters would you bring in for you know marvel wise i mean i have a few but i would want to bring in aim and do it right Mm. because i think that's another one i think they cheated that's a good one yeah to have an actual real modok (laughs) that actually has some like oomph (laughs) and some staying power i think would be awesome i love aim i love like in, in the initial cartoon series and stuff, AIM was all over the place. And they're like, they're, they're, 
you know, they're powerful, but they're not so powerful where they can't be defeated, but they're just so aggravating because they keep <laughs> showing up. It's like, this is a Modoc motherfucker. Like, damn it. He's teaming up with Dr. Doom. He's teaming up with this guy. This guy, the other. He, they just don't go away. Yes. You know, which I love about it. It's like, you know, just when you think he's gone, it's like, here, oh, here, here comes Modoc. Here he's yes. doing some, aim is doing some stupid with their yellow ass outfits. Yes. You know, and it's like, I'm sorry, the all right. Keepers. Yeah, the beekeepers. It's like, come on, man. Why don't you freaking squish these guys? But you can't squish those guys. They just keep coming back. And I like I like that. I like that combination because that combination doesn't make it a world-ending tomorrow scenario. Yeah. It just makes it a, we are villains and we're trying to do such and such. And now we can't because hero A through D is in our way. We got to eliminate them. Right. And then that's it. That's usually how the best plot that's not so convoluted and and heavy and world bonding should be. Because then in your mind's eye, they're like, they're, okay, they're in the underground reorganizing, and then, oh, here they, here come, they come again. They here come comes AIM again. again. It's like, what the hell? Yes. You know? Because it's like another thing I would like to have, and this was really good, I thought, in the cartoon series, was the whole scroll storyline takeover. I think they would they could have something a lot better than what they did. They don't have to copy what they did in the cartoons, but I think what they did in the cartoons are pretty damn good. Yeah, I, scrolls are no joke. I mean, that, it was enjoyable to watch because it's like, is that Captain America? Is that Captain? Who? What? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, that, he was him this whole time. It's like you know, I love that. I, I I when I was watching that with the cartoons, I was like, this is this is intense. Yes. I don't even know what the hell's going on, but I want to keep watching it because it's like, all right, let's see how this pans out. Yeah. And then where's the real Captain America? It's like, what the hell? Who are these people? Yeah. Who are these people? I mean. Yeah, there's a lot of things which I, I I thought that they've brought in so far and introduced that I don't think that they've given it enough justice. Yeah, I would see that. I would agree with that. I think like uh, like you were saying, having a scroll Cree war, that's been a storyline in Marvel stories past, but that's a great example. Well, that's where you have the Marvels come in. I mean, you know, Captain Marvel and uh, you know, then Mar- Captain Marvel and all the iterations thereafter. I think it would be great to involve all that because that's where it came from. Yes, and then you could still have a whole phase that's based around it. If you, I mean, I'm not saying you need to do that, yeah, but you could have that as an option where scrolls are infiltrating, like they did with the show, right? The Secret yeah. Invasion show, right? The, the scrolls are infiltrating like government. They're infiltrating like all the heroes and whatnot. The decree are trying to stop them from you know taking over, but they look like the bad guys because. As far as people are concerned, they're blowing up humans. And so then you have this whole mystery, this conspiracy theory thing. That's a lot more headier. And people could probably wrap themselves around that a little bit more than another big, bad world ending guy. And then every single hero has to come together. And then there's this big war of aliens and flying elephants and stuff. And nobody knows what's going on. You can now dial that back some, giving you space as the executive creator, right? Yeah. To say, all right, we retracted it, but we got a good story to tell, and we have another method in which to tell it that still makes us money. And it's not like ending where you have the big battle to finish it all. It's something a little different. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're not, you're going to, I mean, if you're coming off of that, it's going to be hard to end, to follow Endgame with something that's like Endgame. Extremely. You got to do something completely different, to your point, what mm-hmm. you just said. Yes. I think it would be great. Because the fan, the thing is, and I, I leave it with this, is that I don't think it's fair. I've watched so many movies that were romantic comedies, that were dramas, that were action, and you can horror even, and you know the you know you know exactly what's got to happen, Bob. You know you can follow the formula, 
but it's not stopping those people from creating that same level of stuff. The only difference is, is that I feel I should say the only difference is you pick a superhero theme that's supposed to inspire you to just go do something awesome. The other movies, they like, you know, they kind of make you feel a certain way in one direction. So I don't want to see the genre go away. Hence, having thoughts and, and talks about it. But I don't like the fact the way they say, well, this guy did this, this happened, that happened. Eh, too many people have had enough of superhero movies. Well, look, I, I, I've had enough of all other different types of movies. And now you got Netflix. I am forced to watch them. I don't want to see the genre die because it's, it's a very hard genre to resurrect. Yeah, you bring up Netflix, man. And I start thinking about Daredevil and Luke Cage and all those guys in New York and stuff. And it's like, Oh man, I, I I enjoy that stuff, but I kind of wish it was a little bit better. Because I, mean, I mean, the Netflix stuff, it was a good attempt, but you know, and, and I like the characters who played it. And but it was like, eh, some stuff kind of died, and it's like uh, I wish they would have gotten gotten a little more. I guess I don't know. But anyway, that's a whole other point. That's, that's a whole other point. Whole tangent. I don't know. That was interesting. Yeah. All right. So yeah, to to kind of put a ball on this, like again, one of the parts of that article also said that the fans were being inundated with the movies as well as the TV material on Disney Plus and that that's overwhelming them. So, do you think that Marvel at this point should just scrap all of the phases that they that they have there or stick to Disney Plus or just kind of say, "Eh, no more hybrid or just stick to movies?" I think uh, and, and I've thought about this before cuz it is hard if you don't have a D Plus subscription to kind of figure out what's going on. If it's going to be the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it needs to live in the cinematic universe, in the movie theaters. So I think the main storyline should be kept to the movies for whatever phases they decide to do. But if you happen to have D+, you have shows that can supplement those that movie, the uh, cinematic universe, but you necessarily you don't necessarily need it in order to understand what's going on. You know what I mean? Like a, a person that didn't want to have Disney Plus, and granted, yeah, this is probably against their whole economic philosophy. It's like, yeah, they want people to subscribe. But I mean, let's be realistic here. If like people aren't subscribing anyway, what's the point? Just make the story, the, the continuity of the stories work in the cinematic universe as if like you're watching, you know, Star Wars 1 through 9 in the movie theaters, but you have all these supplemental shows like Clone Wars and other you know, Rebels and stuff like that that kind of happen on the outside of it that kind of um, enhance like a seasoning on food. It's not like you don't really need all that extra seasoning, but yeah, it's good to have it because then you know it makes it better. Mm. But like if you were just to watch the movies on its own, you, you get the idea of the story, but the, but the D plus shows would like give it a little enhancement, you know, okay. a little extra uh, thing here and there. And I think that's how they should treat it instead of trying to make people bounce back and forth. Okay. You know, yeah, that's totally against the money Mike money making idea that they want to go for. But I think as far as equity, you know, if you're thinking equity, like maybe it's, you don't have the financial thing to constantly pay for like a D plus every month or yearly, but you maybe every once in a while you can catch a movie or something. Um, yeah. Those people can still get the same amount of enjoyment, but if you happen to have D plus, Hey, that it enhances it. But at the same time, it's like if you have D plus, I don't want the people that can only see the movies feel like they're missing out. You know, it's like a supplement to whatever's going on in the main storyline yeah. that's happening in the theaters. 
that's what I think should have been done. Hmm. I like that. Yeah. So it's not really a hybrid, but it's like a supplement, I guess. Yeah. A parallel supplement of sorts. But that's good. And uh, I like the fact of having Disney Plus so that if I don't feel like going to the show or something, I know that if I wait a handful of months or whatever, I'm going to still get this Eventually movie. Eventually get it. Yeah. Yeah. And as long as I get the movie before it comes out on regular cable or if I get this with I've always said you can totally release this movie in the theaters and on Disney Plus. It's a streaming service. Like, you know, be be slick about it. Like, you know, I'm like, hey man, you get our stuff, you get to see this first, as opposed to having to wait and get popcorn and stand in line, worry about some somebody coughing in your face and all this other stuff. You're wasting money on gas. You can just see it right here. Like, so I, I think the model is good i think i think to your point i like that because that's what um hbo used to do right mm-hmm. they would release it for a month on hbo and in the theaters after a month it's off of hbo max and you can only option is the theaters yeah you hadn't caught it by then but um i think that's a great idea yes uh, i think that's even better than what i was thinking well but but like again now you could have it but again to your point and i and i agree uh with this part of the article is that i don't want to try to figure out who's who, what's what, what's about them, and then there's a movie that's about them, but uh, it's now it's all disassociated because any comic book reader will tell you, if you introduce me to a team and the team has people that I don't know on it, you better make sure that they're fun as hell to read about and watch because I don't want to have to go back and pay money to figure out if I even like this person because you know what I'm saying like yeah yeah, that, yeah no absolutely and that's that one caveat of of having all of that stuff just thrown thrown at you so yeah I agree I don't it's a it's a beautiful thought and concept but yeah in execution it's too hard to do something like yeah. like have to your a, point yeah I don't want to know how this person fits like I don't want to know how Moon Knight fits to all this or how Wanda fits in all this it's like give me the main storyline and then supplement with everything else on D plus right and then you say hey look this is Moon Knight check this out he has nothing to do with what we got but hey you like a hero then we gave you something yeah yeah because like the Star Wars story is still the Star Wars story like even one through nine and if you happen to watch Clone Wars if you happen to watch Rebels if you happen to watch the Mandalorian all that just kind of happens within outside of that but it doesn't take away from people just enjoying the star wars story itself yeah but see like you know but and i know i'm gonna get on a tangent but the the storyline wise let's say let's take obi-wan that's a perfect example it's like okay that's cool thank you for making it but if you're setting it to where he's young i already know what happens to him you know what i mean yeah at the the very end so anything that you're doing here as long as it doesn't involve Darth Vader or something that basically tells me in the future what I already know is going to happen to him. As long as you don't introduce me to nothing like that, then fine. I'll take this person's single adventure. And just like they have it here with Loki, that's what makes Loki so good is that Loki has to deal with all the stuff that he did in the previous phase of the movie. So that he was built by the movie. The shows didn't build him. He was already built. And then he came into the show. And so now he can move forward with his adventure. You can have anything else that happens, but you don't need to see the TV show to know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. So that again, that goes to your point. It's a nice little piece of paprika, but it ain't like the whole course. You know? So, yeah. No, I like that. Yeah. I like that. So no, keep it, it, makes yeah, sense. Keep it separate. Yeah. It makes sense. 
Well, dude, this is a lot of fun. I appreciate talking about a little Marvel. It's been a while since we have. Yes. And, you know, even though my knowledge is limited about this, but I like I like learning. And like I, Avengers Forever, I'm going to hope to see if I can buy every single issue so I can read through that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't omnibus or anything don't like that. underestimate your knowledge. It's, it's pretty it's pretty good and, and thorough. You know what's going on because like, you like me as a, as a consumer. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I'll be. I'm not on this level like the you or Kirk only because like you know my knowledge is from the cartoons and I watch those cartoons like a lot. And so, yeah, but I know the cartoons are well based on the comic books itself. Yeah. So I guess it, they're kind of tied. But yeah, I don't have the depth of knowledge that you guys have. Well, I wanted to work it, yeah. for them for you know this was yeah. like my Disney when I was you know little old fact I guess for most people. But and now yeah. they are Disney. And now they are Disney, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, but this was like this was a there was a goal for me to work for them. Like I. Oh my goodness! I one day if somebody ever wants to go ahead and pay another day on Patreon and say how far did you try to go to get and work with these people? Like, short of anything really immoral, I basically oh like sleeping with somebody. Yeah, <laughs> I mean if I if, if I could have found the right person, I Kathy probably would. Kennedy. Yeah, <laughs> your number is. Uh, oh you know. man! But I tried a lot, so yeah, that was part of the enhancement. Of like you said, it's dodge, but no, don't underestimate yourself. Oh well, thank you. I appreciate you know? that. Like yeah. you said, yeah, you guys are always it's on it, fun, yeah. and you know storytelling. I mean, so man, that's the important thing that Disney needs to remember is just storytelling, man. That's yeah, it. That's the, that's the important crux. That's why Marvel's so good. That's why Disney was so good. Uh, and every now and then, they're still pretty good at it, but not as often as they used to be. But that's a whole nother show, I think, for another day. Yeah, yeah, that's another major topic for another day. Yeah, but listeners, man, get in touch with us. Let us know what you think. Man, Kang, should he go? Should he stay? What about they introduce Dr. Doom, man? Get in touch with us. Show at magicarway.com. Well, y'all, we hope you enjoyed that discussion about Kang. Kang! Kang! Look, if you want to learn more about us, magicarway.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. Also, if you want to get in touch with us to share your opinions on this topic, please do so, and you can do it through the following ways. First, shoot us an email at show at magicarway.com or call or send us a text message. Yes, I did say text us at 1-815-MOEKEN. That's 1-815-MOEKEN. 669-4226. And of course, we have a couple people do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we got Eli does things with comics. Eli. Yes, you don't have to worry about the multiverse. If you just want to see the different comic verses that I have going on, you can always go to ivorycomics.com and check out the books that I've made. Project Geisha, Savages, and About Let Me Damned. All books are fully colored, uh, over 40 pages, and there's only one ad for them. So that's more for your buck than you get from most comic book stores, or actually publishers, I should say. So uh, please support uh, that art right there, ivorycomics.com. You're also going to get blog posts, interviews, and a link to the Magic Highway podcast so you never miss a beat. You never miss an episode. You never miss a trip report. You never miss an insight. You never miss a Marvel moment. So again, ivorycomics.com. On social media, you can find me there. Facebook, Eli H. Ivy, as long as you're a real person. It's lovely to meet you, but if you're about to not need to greet you, try to keep my credit score down. Uh, <laughs> I'll trust y'all bots. I tell you, people actually still write me and be like, hey, I'm a real person. I'm not a bot. So not a bot. Not a bot. So not the zoo. In the time of AI, you got to be aware of this kind of stuff. Damn straight. That's you right. But Eli Jive, that's where you'll find me there. Also, Project Geisha has a Facebook page. So people have been posting up thumbs up and stuff there. So Facebook.com slash Project Geisha. Instagram, you can find me at EIV504. Post it up to hearts and likes right there. And on X, I'm still not used to saying that X. 
But you can find me at Hancock Ted One Sixty Six. So if you appreciate the madness, then you just bring me the gladness. Thank you very much. And that's one X, man. Two more X's and they'd be spicy. Ooh, we <laughs> <laughs> double XL. That's right. And look, if you want to book a vacation to the Disney parks or to your local movie theater, Rachel can book you <laughs> to do this. And Rachel's going to tell you how to do that in just a little bit. I would be honored to help your family book your vacation to Disney destinations, Universal, cruise lines, and major hotel brands around the world. Booking with me is at no extra cost to you. The cost of a travel agent is built into the cost of your vacation, whether you use one or not. And when you book with me, a little bit of your trip comes back to support the podcast and the fan community here at Magic Our Way. You can reach me at Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L, at magicourway.com, or you can find me at at R, the letter R, Family Magic, so R Family Magic, on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. You can also give me a call or a text. My phone number is 978-432-WISH. Reach out today and let's make some magic with your family vacation. So if y'all want to access all the info we just mentioned, go to magicourway.com forward slash about us. Also, if you want to elevate your support of the Magic Our Way podcast, go to patreon.com forward slash Magic Our Way. There you'll find six awesome tiers to support this show. Any way in which you can support the show is deeply appreciated. We also want to thank you for being a loyal listener, and we love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are always welcome to the Magic Our Way podcast, so make sure you get in touch with us today. So, weekends, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. And I'm Eli. Magic out. And you are. Bye.